Disclaimer. This show is a mix of fact and opinion with a sprinkle of comedy. If you do not like any of these three things, get out of the podcast right now. Listen to another one. Don't say I didn't warn you. I cool. Hello, 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 and welcome to the second season of Glitch in the System. The only thing that changed is the season number. The theme stays the same. I look at problems and sometimes silver linings within the world of technology. And the theme song. Shocking, right? Yeah, I already told you guys I was going to change the theme song for season 2. Do you guys like it? Let me know through Anchor's message feature. Anyway, I apologize for not announcing the end of season 1 before just leaving it there on a footnote after the first installment of What the Fuzz. Life just slapped me in the face and kicked me in the ass twice in my left and right cheek. I'll be able to make up for it with three new episodes. Yes, three new episodes on the same day to kick off this season of Glitch in the System. And I just noticed that I've been getting more traction in the United States. So to my American listeners out there, thank you for tuning in. And of course, I'm not forgetting the other countries that I've been tuning in too. Finland, Germany, the United Kingdom, and Malaysia. Hmm, I do wonder who's sharing my podcast to these people from outside my country. Uh, just a quick addendum. Uh, I just saw UAE or United Arab Emirates uh, tuning into this podcast. So to the UAE listeners out there, thank you very much. I have no idea how to say it in Arabic. I'm so sorry. Anyway, back to the episode. Anyway, to the Germans, danke schön. To the British, thank you mates, no chaps. To the Finnish, kitos. To the Malay, terima kasih. Anyway, enough, hold up. Let's get to the juice. Also, quick disclaimer. I just realized that there is a video game company called Arcane Studios, and I have no idea if they use that name as a trademark. The stage name is purely coincidental, and I did not mean any copyright or trademark infringement by using that name. Okay, wait, they're at my door right now. I'll be right back. You can't take me alive for the second time? Oi, open the door! Are they gone now? Are they? Alright, cool. Back on my chair. Anyway, as you may have noticed from this episode's name, you're already thinking, we already know the answer to all of this. Chromebooks plain suck. Uh, no. That's not what we're trying to aim here. If that was the thing that we were trying to aim, I'd end this episode here. But no. I'm here to talk about... Ah, yeah, fine. Why do they suck? Why do some people like using that over, let's say, a Dell XPS or maybe one of the new M1 MacBook Airs? The answer is simple, and let me present it to you in movie form. Picture the dark ages where three factions are presented with, of course, different banner. One sports all blue. They're carrying four of them. The other is a silver apple. They literally just bit it and nailed it to the banner. Don't ask how the banner is still up with the apple. The other, mishmash of red, yellow, green, and monster. The war horn blows, all of the team shout, CHARGE! Windows has got a barrage of smooth soldiers, sharp clarity on the swords, and to top it all off, Manus Banai is leading them. Mac OS is more or less the same thing, except they refuse to use other people's work and instead make their own. And make it so that they cannot be repaired with run-of-the-mill metal. You want another cherry on top? Playing state-of-the-art face ID. And you know who's leading them? Correct, Federico. For Chrome OS, they still also have the same thing, but they started off first and destroyed Windows and Mac OS, although Windows and Mac OS managed to get back up and really start the fight. 
Virus after virus, macOS and Chrome OS dodges them. But a few viruses managed to slip into macOS. Windows had to take the bullet during that battle. But no one died here. Want to find out who wins? Check out the following movie, Triangle of Scourge, directed by Christopher Nolan and produced by Pablo Larraín, the director and producer of Lisi's story on Apple TV Plus. In cinemas, never. Streaming on HBO Max, never. But hey, how about Netflix? Never. Yeah, did you know this was coming? Did you? I knew you knew. Anyway, yeah. That was essentially it. I could end this episode here, but hang on a minute, Arcane. You didn't go into the nitty-gritty like you always do. Come on, get into the nitty-gritty. Alright, I will. Stop spamming me with text. You're like my ex-girlfriend after she drank three whole bottles of whiskey, mixing it with seven shots of vodka. Yeah, she didn't get back up soon after that statement was false. I was joking. I do not condone over drinking. Anyway, let's take a look at what people call the black sheep of the tech world, Chrome OS. This was not a racist remark, right? This is not racist. This is not a racist podcast. Anyway, Chrome OS is what they call the bare minimum or lower than the bare minimum for an operating system. Back in their inception, Chrome OS could only run, you guessed it, Google's Chrome browser. Give yourself 500 points because this is totally not family feud. This is glitch in the feud. I mean glitch in the system. Anyway, you have to keep it online if you wanted to work back then. I mean, come on! I don't want to waste too much bandwidth on something that can do almost nothing, let alone idling at all. I would rather wait for my huge minigun of 500 rounds to reload with jamming that lasts for 17 minutes and 36 seconds than keeping this thing connected onto the internet even when I'm not using it at all, bar none. But they've matured. There are a heap of online apps, if I'm not mistaken, that still use the web, yet hence their term, you can use them offline. That's cool, but yeah, we want Photoshop, Premiere Pro, or maybe Scrivener on it, but that's just not possible on a Chromebook. I could end it here, however, we still have different areas to poke into. I slapped the table, but you can't hear the poking much, can you? Anyway... One thing that Chromebook users will boast about is the beast of battery life. Some say they went through a whole period of school, ergo around 8 to 14 hours on their Chromebook, and that's on a single charge. It's just insane. But compare that to my iPad Air 4. I could use it with my wireless keyboard connected, just typing up manuscripts for the whole day if I wanted to. It'd only take 20% or 10. And there's only one outside app installed. Yes, one. I guess that's a bit of a beast of a battery on my iPad there. Anyway, if you're going to need long battery life, so you can say take a nap to your power break. Chromebooks are your best bet. Just watch out if you land on a MediaTek CPU on these things. They're not bad, but they aren't exactly good either. Wow, imagine that. CPU worse than Intel's own processors. But you may be asking, hey, how did Chromebooks come to boast about their huge battery life? It's simple, they don't YOLO and get high on drugs, alcohol, cigarettes, and the like. They also don't do dangerous stuff. Nah, I'm just kidding. It's just that they're powered by low-powered CPUs like the Intel Core M3, the Core i3, or maybe as low as the Atom or Celeron chips. Hell, I know some Chromebooks that are powered by AMD Ryzen 3. And yes, once again, MediaTek. Yeah, the RAM and everything else on the Chromebook is low-powered too. Are you surprised? I'm not. These chits are like the gray sheep of the CPU market, although if you're just going to type up documents and do basic web browsing with a few tabs open, then yeah, that can do that for you, I guess. 
just watch the RAM. You should get like four gigabytes or eight gigabytes because two gigabytes is basically just netbook territory at this point. Yes, I said it. Netbook. Wait, hang on a minute. I thought we were over netbooks. So if the Chromebook connects to the internet and only uses the web for like 95% of its functionality, doesn't that make it a netbook too? A network book, if you want the full meaning. My MacBook Pro can connect to the internet and it's something that folds to close. So does that make it a netbook too? How about my iPad Air? I have a cover for it that makes it seem like a book and it connects to the internet. So it's a netbook. Don't forget about the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold and Z Flip series. They fold like a book and it connects to the internet. So it's a netbook. I've already tapped into that in season one, episode one of Glitch in the System. Netbooks, netbooks again. Why do personal portable computers technically classify as netbooks? If you can't put a laptop on your lap due to temperature concerns, it makes proper sense to call them netbooks since you can't use them on your lap. You can't call them laptops anymore. <sighs> I thought I knew everything. I thought we were done with the dark ages and netbooks. This proves it all. We can't escape them anywhere. They're coming for us. Run! Are they gone? Are they gone? Tell me they're gone! Alright, I'm back in my chair now. That's good. Anyway, talking about RAM, there is only one simple answer. If you need to run like 10 Chrome tabs for some reason, be my guest, by the way. Get more RAM, around 8 to 16 gigabytes should do. If you're just gonna open a few, why not 4 gigabytes? Just please save yourself from bad life choices. And do not, yet again, do not get 2 gigabytes of RAM because that simply isn't enough. Unless you're from the 2000s or 1990s or you have a laptop from the 2000s or 1990s, then go ahead, be my guest once again. Next up is how much storage do you use? Yeah, Chrome OS is so lightweight that it only takes like a few gigabytes or something compared to Windows and Mac OS. Yeah, it still doesn't beat some Linux distributions, but come on, at least you have an operating system. Anyway, most Chromebooks should come with like 16 to 32 gigabytes of EMMC or NVMe solid state storage, but there have been Chromebooks that push that limit. Ah, uh, no, it's not 64 gigabytes. It's not 128 gigabytes. It's 256 gigabytes. If there are any higher storage options for Chromebooks, let me know through Anchor's record a message thing. I forgot what it's called. You try to find it yourself. I forgot. I... Well, why talk about storage? It's because Chromebooks are cloud computers, and that's why they have so little storage to begin with, at least locally. Because most of everything you have is stored in the cloud anyway. If, however, you do need more storage, or for some reason you want to choose a higher storage capacity, you will need to factor in the following. Android app usage and offline media consumption. Why? Android apps and offline media take storage. Ain't that obvious to you, Sherlock? So if you want to store your stuff on your Chromebook, documents, pictures, videos, apps, whatever, in your local drive, you will need to consider getting a higher capacity Chromebook. I'd say get 64 to 256 gigabytes. Or maybe wait for 512 gigabyte Chromebooks if that's apparently not enough for you. One terabyte? Maybe. Two terabytes? Now that's overkill. I don't think people are going to install the entire Google Play Store at once. Oh no, wait, that exceeds that. I can go all day stating random storage capacities because I'm bored. Four terabytes? Eight terabytes? 16 terabytes? 32 terabytes? 64 terabytes? 128 terabytes? 
I'll keep going if that's what people want. 256 terabytes, 512 terabytes, 1 petabyte, 2 petabyte, 4 petabytes. Alright. <sighs> okay. Let's get to the final part of this episode. The other specs. Some Chromebooks have a fingerprint scanner, similar to Apple's own Touch ID in the MacBook line, and the Magic Keyboard with Touch ID for the M1 Max. And we don't forget about other brands, most notably Lenovo for their fingerprint scanners. I think some of them has a form of Face ID now, I don't know, you tell me. Next, the ability to touch the screen and have it do something at a given time. Or touch screen if you don't have that much time. I already tapped into that in season one, episode two. If there is a laptop with a touch screen, it's basically carrying an iPad with the keyboard affix and non-removable. Imagine that. And now, quoting from season one, episode four. I can ride a bike while I go at top speed going down on a hill with a ramp whilst landing on the Pacific Ocean while jumping through it while straight up a Why you shouldn't grab a touchscreen laptop? And there could only be one answer. It degrades the battery life because the touchscreen is continually waiting for figure input. I'd rather touch the table for a full six hours waiting for it to do something on a free time than have a touchscreen laptop. Sure, it's there for the convenience, but let me tell you, it's an inconvenience to battery. To wrap it up, get a Chromebook if you just do schoolwork and not anything intensive like Photoshop or whatever. Maybe you need a Chromebook for work. Maybe you need a Chromebook because you're retired. I don't mind. If you need to do stuff like Final Cut, Photoshop, Lightroom, stay away from them. Get a full Windows laptop, or if you have money to burn, get a MacBook Pro or the M1 MacBook Air or one of the M1 iMacs, whatever. It's a divided opinion. Your guess is as good as mine. Just get what's good for you. I hope you've enjoyed the season two kickoff of Glitch in the System. If you liked it as much as I do, give it five stars or whatever is the highest rating in your podcast app. And if you want to see more, definitely consider following the podcast. Add it to your library so you don't miss new episodes on the new schedule every Friday, 5 p.m. at Manila time. Yeah, I'm doing this because I like you guys. Thanks so much for bringing me back to your speakers, headphones, earphones, television sets, smartphones, tablets, laptops, computers, wherever. Maybe Chromebooks if you don't mind. You're getting episodes one hour early from me on the same day. Yes, I haven't changed it. This is Arcane. I tell you to find a glitch in your system and fix it. See you next time. Take care. Actually, I'll see you in the next few minutes because I'll be releasing episodes two and three on the same day.